This is Just Talking About Life with Coach Beverly. I want to ask a question. Do you want to get the best out of your life? I've got the answer for you. Check your thoughts. There is an intimate relationship between the mind and the body. And in order to reach a high standard of intellect attainment, the laws that govern or control our physical being must be heeded. And this is a quote from Patriarchs and Prophets. So today, let us take an inventory of our thoughts. You are the master of your mental household, your mind. You have control over what you think and what you do. You have the power to attract both people and circumstances. The nature or kind of people who are drawn to you depend on the nature of your thoughts which have control of your mind. If your mental attitude towards life is healthy, optimistic, and constructive, you will draw people with the same attitude. People of like spirits gravitate toward each other and they will gravitate towards you. They will be drawn towards the condition in your life that is in harmony with their hopes, desires and aspirations. Our thoughts and our ideas produce results that are powerful and have long-term effects on our life and our well-being. We may not be where we would like to be, but if we take an inventory of our thoughts and our feelings, we'll realize that they are not aligned to the things that we desire. The mind, the mind, the mind controls the whole body. When one is affected, the other sympathizes. All our actions, good or bad, have their source in the mind. It is the mind that worships God and allies us to heavenly beings. Evil thoughts destroys the soul. But the converting power of God changes the heart while it refines and purifies the thoughts. Every thought must be brought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. All our habits must be brought under God's control. We are reminded in 2 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 5 that we should take every thought captive. That tells us that we have the chance to do something about our thoughts. 
before they enter our heart and become part of us. Because as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Let us play it out a while. Your friend asks you to do something that you hate or do not feel comfortable doing. So right away, negative thoughts come to your mind. These thoughts can either be deemed as temptations. They can be deemed as temptations. You have the opportunity then to do something about them before they enter your heart or become part of you and cause you to do something you may regret later. Within you lies the power to say yes to life. Do not allow negative or difficult people or circumstances to deflect from your cause. Remember, you are responsible for directing or channeling the forces which are within you into the right avenue. That is why you should always try to affirm what is positive and health-giving. If you live in a state of indecision, you cannot expect to get positive results from your, your daily affirmations for health, happiness, harmony, and all these good things. Like a ship without a rudder, you will be tossed about in the chaotic storm caused by your conflicting thought waves. You will live your life at the mercy of circumstances instead of in control of them. The circumstances in your mind, in your life will control you. You should not let life with its hard problems, its unsatisfying prospects Make your heart faint. Make your knees buckle. Or make your hands hang down in despair. It is those thoughts we need to take captive by choosing to obey God's word. He says, gird up the loins of your mind. In 1 Peter 1.13 By taking the problem to God immediately, we can receive power to keep our thoughts pure and take our thoughts captive. If you want to enjoy optimum help, my friend, but think and act like you are sick, that is what you will be sick. Doctors may not be able to help you. There are many invalids today who will remain thus because they cannot be convinced that their experience is not reliable. Also, if we think and act like we are poor, hey, that's what you will be, poor. Poverty will rule your life.
However, if we think and act that we can achieve, that is what will be achievers, overcomers, a powerful force. When our thoughts are focused on a desired result, all that is good and right will be drawn to us by our thinking. You see, we are constantly attracting the people, things, and circumstances that are in keeping with our thoughts. If there is one thing you and I have absolute control over, that is our thoughts. Our thoughts reflect our nature, our divine nature. If we fail to control our mind, we will control nothing at all. Our weaknesses and our strengths are ours. They are our own. They do not belong to anybody else. They were not brought on us by someone else, but by ourselves. Our suffering as well as our happiness evolves from us. The mind is a spiritual estate. Every one of us is endowed with a power related to that of our creator. Our individuality. Our power to think and to do. To neglect the body is to neglect the mind. Let us then protect and use our mind because we are given a willpower for this express purpose. <coughs> we will achieve success when we couple our desire with a positive mental attitude and put these powers to work in our lives. When we focus our goal and assume responsibility for our thoughts, we will overcome any setback and defeat and be triumphant and victorious. <coughs> Excuse me. Let me give you a push to set your mind on the right track. I have taken expert except sorry from Think and Crow by Napoleon Hill. He said one of the things, the vital things to keep our mind on track, to keep us on the right track, is peace of mind. And peace of mind is the absence of or freedom from all negative emotions. It is the absence of fear, anger, guilt, resentment, hatred, jealousy, covetousness, greed. Peace of mind helps us to live on our own terms. Number two, a loving relationship. Love is the greatest force created. 
It is the greatest gift ever given to man. In 1 Corinthians 13, you will find the true meaning and essence of love. It says love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself. Love is not puffed up. Love does not seek its own. Love is not provoked. Love thinks no evil. And love never fears. Love is the force that propels all our achievements, our success, and our ideas. Love is mirrored in the golden rule. Do unto others as you have them do to you. Love is like a potent remedy for the soul. We can judge the quality of our life by the number of loving relationships we enter. With peace of mind, loving relationships, what about health and energy? The body cannot be separated from the mind because they are one. What affects the health of the mind will affect the health of the body as well. Adversely, what affects the body will affect the mind. Our health is priceless and must be preserved and cherished. We must follow the laws of health to enrich our body and subsequently our mind. What about a right mental attitude? All our riches and successes begin with a thought, the state of our mind. The state of the mind is the one and only asset which we have total and unchallenged control. Who can rightly read your thoughts? <laughs> Here is a beginner. Financial freedom. Financial freedom. The author says that financial freedom is not attained by the possession of money alone. Financial freedom is attained by the service we render. Our useful service may be converted into forms of human needs with or without money. Let me tell you. Your neighbor just recently gave birth to a baby. She already has twin five-year-old boys. You realize that she needs help because she has no relatives close by. You offer to take the boys to the park so that she could get some much-needed sleep, rest. This offers freedom to both the neighbor and to you. And you cannot put a price to such a service. Many may have much money, money in excess, but no freedom. Because freedom only comes when we earn what we possess. 
Let us keep in mind that we will not enjoy peace of mind, a loving relationship, health and energy, right mental attitude, unless we overcome our financial problems. Listeners, the improvement of the mind is the duty which we owe to ourselves, to our society, and to God. Keep in mind that our minds, souls, bodies, our hopes, our dreams, our intelligence, our love for ourselves and for others are all free and priceless. All free and priceless. What can we do now? Why not take hold of them now and let them enrich our lives? You can make your life richer. I can make my life richer. We all have to take hold our thoughts and let our thoughts guide us on the way to victory and to success.